The content of this program is sponsored by CMG Financial. The content of this program does not reflect the views or opinions of 91.5 Jazz and More or the University of Nevada, Las Vegas. This is Monique Buchanan, the host of the Welcome Home with Monique show. And on this show, I talk all things real estate. Listen, I want to thank you for tuning in. Merry Christmas, Las Vegas. This is Monique Buchanan, the host of the Welcome Home with Monique show. And of course, I am super excited. It's Christmas Eve, you guys. I hope you guys are enjoying your families, just, you know, taking it all in and just soaking up all that love from your family. Um, And listen, I've got my family on the show today, so that's why I'm super excited because we're going to share with you what Christmas means for our family. But before I do that, I have to give a shout out to my little sister. Uh, She's a Christmas Eve baby. God bless her. (laughs) It must be tough to have birthdays, you know, during this season when people always forget your birthday, right? Well, hey, little sis, I didn't forget. I love you, Jackie. She's in Seattle. And happy birthday to you. And then my best friend, Becky Coins, she's out here. Her birthday is three days after Christmas. So happy birthday, Becky. I love you so much, girl. So real quick, let me go ahead and introduce you to my beautiful children, my blessing from the Lord, all of my babies. I've got my three girls and my son, my one and only strapping son, who does not like to, um, he's like like my big big sister. (laughs) His big sister said he's an introvert. So He's uh, uh, just agreed to just say hello at least. Boogie, can you at least say hi and Merry Christmas? Hello, everybody. Merry Christmas. (laughs) Okay, got a little closer. All right, well, that was Merry Christmas from my son, Henry. Then I have Sanaya. She is my eldest daughter. Sanaya, hello. Hello, hello, everybody. (laughs) Sashi Poo, you want to say hi? That's Sasha. Hi. You want to say Merry Christmas? All right. And then we've got, of course, my Malia. You want to say Merry Christmas, Lily? Merry Christmas, (laughs) y'all. That's my Leah. Okay, guys, so we're going to jump into the show. It's going to be all things Christmas, what that means for me and my family, what it means for us. We are, I don't know if you're just tuning in, you've never heard me before. This show is normally a real estate show. I am a Las Vegas realtor, but I'm also a believer in Jesus Christ, and so is my family. So that is why we are super excited about Christmas Eve, and we're going to share what that means for us. So we're going to start with my eldest daughter, Sanaya. What does Christmas actually mean for you? To me, Christmas is a season to really be present. You know, a lot of times, especially in our hyperproductive type of society, we're always busy with our work or we're busy with, the, you know, the monotonous day-to-day things. Um, but during this time, it's it's really a time to be present, you know, with yourself, with your, with your loved ones. Um, I also feel like it's a time to, you know, reach out to people that you haven't talked to in a while, That's mend good. those relationships. Um, and it's just a season to give love and to get love and, and let yourself receive it as well. So um, Christmas is definitely a time uh, for me and, and my family to be present and grateful for what we have. And just to know, you know, if you're not in a space right now where, you know, things aren't going your, how you would like or, you know, then how you would hope for, yeah, yeah. Um, that it'll get better. And I think it's just a, a good time to, to come to that realization. That's good. That's really good. And, you know, a lot of people, um, you know, they're, 
they, there's a lot, of, a lot of pressure, I think, for some people during Christmas. And um, I like what you said is like, listen, it's going to work out. You know what I mean? Be optimistic. It's a brand new year. I don't care how far down you are. When you're that far down, guess what? The only way is up. So remember that and don't let yourself sink into, you know, something to where, you know, so because they say there's a lot of like suicides and unfortunately things like that that happen during the season. Yeah. So I, I just I'm glad that you brought that up and and that you just have to hold on to the fact that, hey, there's no nowhere but up and that God loves you. You know what I mean? I don't care what happens in your life. He loves you no matter what, no matter what. It's an unconditional love and he does love you. So if you are struggling right now, please hear me when I say the Lord loves you and he has open arms and is willing to bring you right into his loving arms um, if you'll just look his way. So just keep that in mind. God forbid you're not having a great Christmas. I didn't want to get on a, a, a you know, a sad note, but that's just the, the reality of Christmas. A lot of people are not in a good space. So I'm glad that you brought that up. By the way, my my daughter is uh, she went to school to be a psychiatrist. So <laughs> it kind of showed right then. But no, I appreciate that. That was very good. Um, Malia, what does Christmas mean for you? To give and like wish that you are actually in a home and having a roof over you and not on the streets like other people and things that people other people don't have but you do and you should be thankful for what you have and we should be celebrating god's birthday and giving and not receiving that's good well you can receive but we just have to we have to remember what the the whole point of christmas is right is that yeah that's what you mean okay so uh, sasha what does christmas mean for you honey it doesn't matter about presents oh <laughs> but you had a long list of presents <laughs> oh you're so cute and you guys she's missing two teeth that's my five-year-old she's missing two teeth at the bottom and she's smiling so big right now you guys should see it uh, malia what do you think about presents that is um, is it that, about the presents no I mean, you want them right yeah, we do, but we all should know that they're just not all about presents. Like, if we don't get presents for Christmas, we shouldn't just be sad. It's all about, like, being with our family and That's members. Good. That's good. I like that. But I know you guys will be pretty looking at me crazy if those presents aren't under there t- tomorrow yes. morning. Yes, maybe that will happen. <laughs> well, I love your honesty. <laughs> okay, guys. So, listen, you you guys are always telling me uh, stories out of the Bible. So do you want to share one of the stories that you, Sasha, you just raised your hand really big. Do you have something you want to share with all the listeners, mommy's listeners? Okay, share share your story from the Bible. So David and Elias killed the giant. <gasps> David killed the giant, honey? So what does that teach us? That teaches us that we should never, never be afraid, right? That's good. I love that. How about you, Malia? Do you have a story? For about John the Baptizer. Um, so he didn't care what people said. He would always be on God's side. And so he spread out the word. And so the king just didn't like that. And they didn't want him to worship those people. So he stood up and said that he's, that we should worship the only God in our city and no other God made of God. Because people just got like a rock and made it and said that was God mm-hmm. and just shaped it with human hands. Mm-hmm. And people said that that's going to be God. And it was never God. So I should, I hope you all understand that you might see a rock and it might shape into like a person looking like a God or anything. It's, it's not, it's not real. It's just a rock shaped with human hands. That's good. And you know what? Like I said, you guys, for me and my house, we serve the Lord 
Um, I'll never shy away from sharing that. And let me tell you something. When I was little, my children's age now, Malia is nine, Sasha is five. And when I was very little, um, I was blessed enough to have somebody invite me to church when I was about Malia's age, eight years old. And that was the first time that I dedicated my life to the Lord. And I just thank God for that. That other kid that invited me to church. I went to something called Awana. Awana is amazing, you guys. It's here in the city. It's basically like a Girl Scout and Boy Scouts for um, Christian children. And it teaches you the word of the Bible. And I was able to, you know, uh, say scripture. You know, I had to learn these things, the um, scripture by heart. And that's how I would earn medals. Did mommy ever tell you that, that I went to Awana? Yes. When I we're, did. When we were like at this little fun place. Oh, the for church. Halloween. Yeah. For Halloween. That's right. So I did go there and that did teach me my word. But one of the main tools that we use today to um, teach our children the Word of God is Superbook. I've got to put that out there, you guys. Besides my amazing church, Living Word Church, which is awesome, you guys. If you're looking for a church home, it's a great church home. They have um, service 1030 on Sundays. On Tuesdays, they have Bible study. It's on 976 Hassle, just so you know that. But back to that. Um, they have an amazing children's program there, but Superbook is free. They have YouTube videos for free, right, guys? Sasha, you like to play the Superbook games, right? They teach you about the Bible? Yeah. Why do you like to play those games? Because they're fun. They're fun? And do you learn anything about Jesus Christ? <laughs> Maybe a little bit. <laughs> yeah, so what about you, Sanaya? So, so my oldest daughter, she has a real walk as well. She, um... She's got a many a testimony, you guys. When she was young, she played basketball. Actually, she had a full ride scholarship. Do you want to t share your testimony about how God got you into that, you know, into college? You know what I mean? Do you want to share that testimony with everybody? Yeah, so um, I had a, a rough route coming out of high school. I went to four different high schools, three different states. And if you're in the sports world, moving around a lot isn't necessarily ideal for getting recruited. So at 18, I had actually moved to North Carolina by myself, was going to a prep school, um, ended up not having the greatest time out there. I went through a lot of trials and tribulations. And, you know, that was rough for, you know, just a, a young kid in a whole different state, not by any type of family, didn't really have any support, really, unless it was just over a phone call with my mom or, you know, my family members. Um, but yeah, I ended up leaving that situation, not getting any of the scholarships or not getting any of the looks that I wanted to. And I had to move back home. I was very unsure of myself. You know, my whole dream, my whole life was to go to college at the time and, and have it paid for. And so the fact that that wasn't happening for me and I had to move back home and I had my little smash burger job, like it just wasn't ideal. Right. So I was definitely in a season of uh, being sad, being confused, being angry, honestly, um, thinking that this was the route that I was supposed to be on and, and thinking like this is what God wanted for me. And when the results weren't there, I started to have a lot of doubts. <clears throat> I started to you know, doubt myself, doubt God, doubt his vision for my life. And one day I remember coming out from one of my shifts at Smashburger and I had gotten a text from a coach that was trying to recruit me out of college. At the time, she was a community college coach and I, I knew that I had um, D1 talent. So right. I decided to, you know, not go that route. 
But she had reached out to me and she had let me know that she had gotten a new position at a private Catholic university. It was Division Two, and she wanted me to be her first signee. So I ended up getting my full ride scholarship to play basketball at St. Martin's University, uh, which is a very prestigious and expensive school to go to. Um, so that was a blessing in itself. And um, after playing two years there, I actually decided to quit basketball and leave behind my full ride, which to you know my family members and to everybody else, they thought I was crazy for doing that. Because it's not easy to get a full ride scholarship. Did your mama think you were crazy? Well, no, my mom never. <laughs> my mom always supported me with all my my ventures. But what did I tell you? I said, did, "Is God, God leading yeah. you?" Yeah, and that's Pray one on thing. This. That's one thing my mom has always told me. Like, no matter if things sound crazy to other people, um, it's always like, you know, if God put it on your heart, even if she doesn't agree with it, she'll say like, if well, if God put it on your heart, then that's what you're supposed to do. Then do it. And so I had moved to Atlanta, and I just got a you know a regular waitressing job, got accepted at Clark University, and I was ready to just be a regular student, take out the athlete, and really just focus on my academics. Um, and at the time. I guess I didn't realize how expensive it was going to be right. to. Let me tell you guys, yeah. when we were down in Atlanta, though, you think our you think our rent's high. My goodness, we were going around trying to find an apartment, and it was just so expensive. Yeah, everything was expensive. Uh, tuition on top of that, and I wasn't used to paying anything for tuition because I was, you know, ac- oh, I mean, wow. athlete. Yeah, athletics takes care of all that. Um, so again, I found myself in this place where I was confused. Like God, I felt like you led me here. Then why am I here? Like just you know, in that in that place out. where many of us have have been before. You right. know, when you when you can't see the light, you don't understand why things aren't working out, but you felt called to this certain place for some reason. Um, so. Uh, after after going through that, I ended up calling my old coach and asked her to put me in the transfer portal. I ended up getting 10-plus full-ride scholarship opportunities. Uh, I went and, on my and visits. And just so they know, the transfer portal, but basically they told her, you've got to completely cut ties with that previous school, the college, the St. Martin's University. So the, when she cut ties completely, it's almost like a press release. Hey, Sanaya is basically like a free, free agent, agent, everybody. Yeah. So that's what it what it means when she says a transfer portal. Mm-hmm. So that just put the alert out to all the cur- coaches that, hey, Sanaya Simpson is now a free agent. And so that's when everybody started jumping into her email. And yeah, now, mind crazy. you, she had said, no, I'm not going to play basketball anymore. But when all these people came through in the email... Yeah, it was wild. I was actually working as a waitress again in Atlanta, and I had one on my break, and I had just had, like, an overload of emails, and as I was looking through them, it was all like, hey, we want you to come visit our school, we want you to come here, and they were like, we have a full ride opportunity, and so to be able, and I ended up committed, committing, recommitting to Valdosta State and finishing out my two years there. Um, so to be able to get two full ride scholarships, uh, was nothing, you know, but God. And I had went back to play basketball and when I got to Valdosta State, I actually ended up blowing out my knee. And in that process, I, I mean, it's just, it's kind of like a roller coaster, you know, you, you never know what's going to happen, but you know, where God leads you is where you're supposed to be. And at times it could seem like, you know, things are dark and confusing. And I would say like, I'm in, I'm in this season now again, and I'm, I'm here in Seattle and not Seattle. I'm sorry. I'm here. Yeah. I just, I recently just, I recently just moved here from Seattle. Um, so yeah, I'm here in Las Vegas. You know, I'm 24. I have my degree. 
uh, but I'm not sure next steps. For whatever reason, I felt like I'm supposed to be here in this season, and this is probably the most uncomfortable I've been in a long time. Things haven't really worked out as I expected them to be coming here. And so right now, I'm even just saying this testimony is is kind of giving me the motivation uh, to you know keep my head up and and know that God has something better in store for me and there's a reason why I'm here and everything is you know a reason and a season and it's all in God's timing and you just have to trust that you know even though you can't see the big picture right now that you're ex- exactly where you're supposed to be at um, and when something that she left out kind of was remember guys lot, right she left a lot but, but let's let me <laughs> just say this part. Her whole thing was she didn't want to play basketball anymore. Remember that when she left St. Martin's? Mm-hmm. So the thing that happened was COVID hit. She blew her knee out. Yeah. So she actually ended up, how, how much at Valdosta did you actually end up playing? Oh, so yeah, yeah. So, yeah, the crazy part, I'm glad you brought that up. So the crazy part about it is, yeah, I didn't want to play basketball. I felt it was, it was turning more into a job. I kind of lost my passion with it. But I felt like I had to go back in order to finish college because I didn't have the finances to get an apartment, pay for all these things. So I had to use basketball as a vehicle again um, to finish out my two years. And I literally only played probably like three games when I got to Valdosta State. And then I ended up blowing out my knee in preseason. And I didn't play the rest of the year. So that, in my in my eyes, you know, it worked out for me because I didn't necessarily want to play anyway. Right. But I, I was doing it to pay for, you know, my, my schooling. Right. But I also got to, you know, be there for my teammates, still be in that realm, but not have to physically exert myself in that manner. So I ended up going through a lot of healing that year, physically, spiritually, mentally. Um, I got to focus on my academics more. Um, I got to start to, you know, find out different things that I enjoyed, like painting and and reading and uh, poetry and and stuff like that. And then my senior year hit, and that's when COVID hit, COVID hit. and we had the opportunity to either opt out and still receive our full ride scholarship, no penalty, or stay and play. And I decided to opt out because, you know, not only was I still recovering from my knee, I also had to take 22 credits my senior year, and it just wasn't conducive um, to do that and play basketball a full season with my knee so yeah it's just it's crazy how God works you know and I know it's cliche to say like God works in mysterious ways but he really does does. and um my testimony's not even over because after I graduated I was supposed to go to I got accepted into Howard University their social work program uh that didn't end up working out so I ended up moving back home which is definitely I always told my mom like I'm never moving back home like I'm gonna I was always (laughs) I always prided myself on being independent and, you know, doing my own thing. So the fact that I had to move back home after college when I said that I would never do that um, was daunting to me. And so I was, again, in another season of, okay, I'm back waitressing again. Like, I'm back trying to figure it out. And um, I ended up getting, I was very confused, very lost, didn't have a job. I was applying everywhere. And, you know, as a lot of people know, it's, it's not easy to get a job out of college, like degree or not. Uh, it's very difficult. So I remember going up to Mount Charleston for the night and camping out, praying to God, crying in my car. And as soon as I literally drove down from the mountain, I got a call from an old mentor of mine saying, hey, like we have a new director position uh, that would be that's opening up. Like I would love for you to come and like interview for it. I think you'd be great. And 
somebody that just graduated college, like I don't have any real work experience to be offered a director position in Seattle that paid great, that had full benefits. Like that was nothing but God. Yeah. And I remember before even getting that call, I had told my mom, I had told, told my friends at the time, I was like, hey, like I'm moving to Seattle at the end of this month. Like I don't know how it's going to happen, but I God put it on my heart. Like I'm telling like, and then once it hit like, I uh, once it hit like the second, third week of, um, I think not March, September. Uh, I was like, all right, God, like, I done told everybody that this is what we're doing, and you haven't made any moves yet. Like, I haven't heard anything. Like, like I feel like I, God has um, some comedy to him when it comes to stuff like that. So I'm freaking out. And literally, literally, uh, I would say, like, the third week of September, towards the end of the month, when I said I was going to leave, I ended up getting approved for an apartment that had one month free of rent so it ended up working out I ended up getting my job and moving out to Seattle and everything just fell into place perfectly Um, so yeah that's another testimony Testimony. I mean testimony Uh, we could go on and on and on on. really yeah you know so when people tell me you know we don't really know that God's real well yeah I know he's real I know for sure he's real just like my husband's real because I have a relationship with him because he has come through so many times that I have been at my lowest. He's shown me his face. And like you said, I know it was nothing but God. And watching you go through like everything that you went through, watching all your testimonies, um, it's been amazing. He just is a constant reminder that he definitely is real. So yeah, my daughter has many testimonies. She's got the favor of God on her. Um, You guys know that I've always been open to share my testimony as well. and I'll share it again. Um, but before I do that, I want to bring my little ones in again. Do you guys, you guys have a testimony about grandpa, right? For all of you guys that don't know, I lost my mother. We lost grandma, grandma Sheila. So we lost her um, this last February. So this is our first Christmas without grandma, right? But yeah. we're being strong, right? Yeah. Because grandma would want us to be strong, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So what did you guys pray for? For Papa, because my father, so my parents were together 50 years. Um, And my little ones, I'm telling you guys, they are little prayer warriors. What were you guys praying for for Papa? Because he's been taking it so hard. What was your prayer? You want to tell them? Since he had been struggling about living without Grandma, having a first Christmas without Grandma, we prayed for him every day and every night for him. And then when he came back from Seattle, yeah. Um he felt so much better and right. he was and I seen a big smile on his face and I was and that was made that's what made me happy. So. so he's doing better. What was your prayer? What were we praying? We were praying about we can heal Papa's heart and that he'll know that she's still there but he just can't see her though. Right. That and Jesus some, would heal her his heart. And he might see her in dreams and it might make him sad but at least you get to see her still and not forget who she was and and we're lucky that we got to know God very early age. Yeah. <laughs> so that when you have a hard time, you know who to call on, right? Yeah. That's and sometimes right. light can come to, darkness can come to light. He leads you to the, light. the right directions. That's good. I love that, honey. Because one thing about my Mal- Malia, she will be pray- she prays for her friends at school. And I love that. And Sasha, Sasha's my little prayer warrior, too. She's oh, being shy today. Oh, and I have this friend I used to have. when In kindergarten, I had this bully that I did not like at all. She lied a lot on me. And I, I did not like it. I couldn't stand it. Then my mom said, just pray to her and see what happens. 
And now I'm in fourth grade, and I still see her, and she, we now we talk, and we are, we're, we're half friends. Oh, that's good, honey. <laughs> so your prayers, so you prayed for her, and now you guys are doing better? That's really good. I love that. Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and just share my testimony. Like, I'm going to start making this a, a thing that I always do because somebody out there needs to hear this. They need to hear my testimony. God did not give me this platform. And by the way, that's exactly who gave me this platform. And I want to thank KUMB and all my listeners for voting this show, Welcome Home with Monique, real estate show, the number one show, talk show on KUMB. So thank you guys for voting Ooh. for me. Woo-woo. That's nothing but God. Ooh. He gets all the glory. But real quick, so I'm going to just like share my testimony as fast as I can because we're down to five minutes. So you guys, before I got into real estate, I was in the casino industry. I was very blessed. I was a single mother. Sanaya was my only child at that time. And I was able to provide for her very well through, you know, working in the casino industry. Um, so anyways, after so many years, I got married. I had Malia. I hadn't had Sasha yet. I just kept hearing God asking me to, or telling me that it was time that my season was over in that, in that, field. Okay. And I thought, well, is this God or is this the devil? Because <laughs> I made really good money. To be honest with you guys, I made six figures, even in the casino industry. And I was so scared to walk away from that because I did have Sanaya at a young age. I was not able to complete college. So I was able to make six figures without, you know, a, a degree. And I thought, my goodness, what Lord, what am I going to do? I'm accustomed to, you know, a certain lifestyle. So long story short, I thought, man, I'm so scared to do this and I, I, I can't do this. But I went ahead and I trusted the Lord. You guys, I took that leap of faith. And I tell you what, I'm so thankful that I trusted him. He gave me a promise in my heart and told me, don't worry. I want you to go into real estate. And so that is why I'm. you hear me every week, you guys, on Saturday. God led me to real estate. I quit my job. They couldn't believe it because I had been there 15 years. They were taking bets that I wouldn't quit because I was top seniority and it takes years to get there. But like I said, I trusted the Lord. Do you know what happened? I walked in that Monday, told him I'm quitting. I quit. My girlfriend, uh, two days later called me, told me that she was going to pay for my real estate school. She did that. You guys, she went to school with me. In fact, it's Becky heard the one that I gave a shout out. Becky, it's her, her, she paid for my real estate school. She went with me to real estate school. She ended up not getting her real estate license, but I did. I truly feel like God did that to uh, make sure that I actually went, make sure and hold me accountable. So that was almost eight years ago, you guys, and it's been nothing but a blessing since. So there's somebody that's listening that has, you know, God's been, you know, on them about doing something. And I just want to share that, you guys. I was so scared to walk away from not only that position, but you guys, I was a cocktail waitress at the time. I'll just tell you, I was a cocktail waitress and they were never going to hire me back because at this time I'm almost 40 years old. They want to hire my daughter, the 24-year-old. You know what I mean? So I knew once I left that job, there was no getting it back. But I took that leap of faith. I've never looked back. God has been blessing me ever since. I have helped um, and assisted through the grace of God over 100 families get into homes. Many of them, the majority of them, um, with zero down, zero out of their pockets. And first-time home buyers. Uh, yes, I've, I've helped the luxury buyer. I've helped you know, investors. I've got plenty of those as well that I assist, but because of God, he has opened this platform up for me and I just thank him. I thank him. So I just want to make sure if there's anybody out there that hears my voice, heard my daughter's testimony, heard my testimony, just know that fear is not of the Lord. You guys, 
Fear is something that, you know, just it holds you back from moving in the direction that you're supposed to move in. So do it afraid. If you're scared, that's fine. Do it afraid and trust the Lord. He's going to be he's going to bless you. So do you guys want to lead me out in prayer? Did Malia, do you want to say a prayer for everybody listening for Christmas and maybe the unfortunate people that we want to, you know, make sure that we pray for them? Oh, I'll just let you do your prayer, babe. Go ahead. Yeah, sure. Thank you. Go ahead. Father God, thank you Lord, for this beautiful day you give us and we're still here alive. Thank you. We thank you for the ones that are passed away and now with you in heaven. You, we pray that we still know them at a young age yeah. and all the people in the hospital yes, that Father. can't see the light and play any, anymore, that yes. you will heal them. Yes. And we love you so much and we will respect your birthday and we will, will not think that gives and things like that just Christmas stuff. The devil made all of that. We don't care about that. We just care about you and your birthday. Thank you for dying on our sins. And all the people that are having trouble, that we pray that your life will get a little better and God will bless you and lead you to the light. And and we hope that you and your family have a blessed, blessed Christmas. Thank you, y'all. Yes, very good, honey. I told y'all that's a little prayer for you. You want to say Merry Christmas to everybody and say Happy Happy New Year's? Merry Christmas. Happy New Year's. All right, Sashi Poo. <laughs> okay, Sanaya, you want to see Merry Christmas? Uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy holidays, everybody. Yeah, so Merry Christmas, you guys. We pray that you, from my family to yours, Merry Christmas and God bless. And thank you for all your support throughout the year. Thank you for listening. This is Monique Buchanan. My license number is S178846, and I am part of EXP Realty. Tune in next week.